Now today's podcast takes on a little more of a somber note uh, and obviously one of the top priorities here is to offer and provide encouragement to those having mental health challenges. Um, but I think it's equally important to remember those that are forced to endure this incredibly difficult time and circumstance um, of quarantine and, and isolation. And in this particular case, I am specifically talking about women and children and partners that are currently waking up uh, every single day and confronting evil and abuse and neglect within their own places of dwelling. Um, there are many reports out there of increased calls to law enforcement reporting domestic violence. There are children in unruly home situations where parents are either physically abusive, emotionally abusive, verbally abusive, or in some tragic cases, all three. Uh, there are women and partners enduring the trauma of sexual assault on a regular basis within what is supposed to be their homes, but uh, it's nothing more than, than, than shelter right now. And, and so, like, sheltering in place is not comfortable for most of us, but for some of us, it is quite literally unsafe. And this doesn't minimize the challenges that anyone else is having. Um, but I, I do think it, it, it requires us to pause momentarily. Uh, I would hope daily, uh, take a deep breath and offer a word of prayer for these women and children that they would be able to endure such abuse if there is no way out of it. Um, that law enforcement will be able to empower to legally and departmentally persuaded and encouraged to remove abusers from households and have them face their their due reckoning uh, we pray that these abusers may turn from their wicked from their wicked ways and repent of their sins that they are committing against individuals they have sworn to or are obligated to love and protect and serve you know, many people have someone that they either know for sure is in an abusive relationship or has hints or common traits of a relationship that has characteristics of abuse. And I want to be incredibly clear here and that you never want to do anything that may jeopardize the safety of, of someone that is currently a victim of domestic violence or child abuse. So in this particular case, it may be worth hopping on the Internet and finding some you know, reputable sources on how to handle these types of situations. But for people that you're relatively close to, one of the things you can do is genuinely and consistently check on them. See how they're doing. FaceTime them if possible and if safe instead of calling or texting um, so that you can potentially get a better idea of their mood. Maybe visually see if they have visible bruising, whatever it may be. But at the top of my list is the need, the, the biblical call for us to act and live in community right now in a way that exemplifies Christian living. And so this may not be possible for a lot of people. Uh, if you're living in a one-bedroom or, you know, solo studio apartment, it's likely a strain that you just simply cannot undertake at this time for both practical and financial reasons and may also be for spiritual reasons. And, you know, all that is totally understandable. You know, don't feel like you're lesser than because you're not in a position to do that. But for those of us fortunate enough to have homes with bedrooms that are not currently being occupied or basements and other living spaces that are open for use, if you know women or children that are currently enduring any level of abuse, physical, emotional, sexual, my exhortation today, if you can do it in a way that is safe for both the victims and for you and your family, is to open up your homes to these people. 
and provide a safe haven for them during these troubling times. And for anyone that knows of folks that are victims of abuse, but you're not in a position to offer personal help or assistance right now, please know that that's okay. You know, you are not less than because you don't have the means or aren't healthy enough yourself mentally or physically to confront that. And, and to these folks, I would simply recommend that you take a look at the available resources for folks enduring abuse in their dwelling and that you may find a way to share these resources with victims in a way that is safe for all parties involved. And you're going to be able to find this list of resources at, at relentless.love. On the homepage, you'll see a featured post at the top that says mental health resources um, during COVID-19. And there'll be a link to a series of resources that we can use to help our most vulnerable loved ones during this time. Today, I just want to close with the prayer. Father God, we um, thank you to those of us who um, sheltering in place might just simply be uncomfortable, but not unbearable or not unsafe. Lord, we want to uplift and uh, just give unto you the children, the women, the partners, the spouses who might be undergoing abuse right now, Father. Lord, we pray for their safety, Lord. We pray for their perseverance in this time. Not a perseverance in the sense that, oh, they should have to find a way to endure this because they shouldn't. No one should have to stay in these situations. No one should be in these situations. No one should be a victim of abuse, no matter the the relationship to the abuser, Father. And so, Lord, we pray that you would wrap your arms around these people, that you would protect them, that you would restore them. And Father, we pray a, a practical healing of sorts, obviously one spiritual, that these parents or these partners who are doing the abusing would see their wicked ways, Father, and turn from them, that they would truly repent, but also that they would be held accountable in the court of law by law enforcement. So, Father, we pray a, a reckoning for these abusers, whether it be from man or whether it be from you. Lord, we just pray for folks in these positions who are not, who shouldn't be victims to them, Father. Lord, we just pray for all the children right now who, in addition to maybe not being in environments that are safe for them, also might not have enough to eat. Lord, we pray for all the all the organizations that do the great and difficult work of providing shelter and comfort and alternative help to victims of abuse that may be holding on by a thread financially right now or from a staffing perspective. Lord, we pray that you would give them resources to be able to continue with their work, that you would provide them with the creativity to be able to continue to provide support and alternatives and, and relief for children and women and partners and spouses who might be victims of abuse right now. Lord, we pray that you step in and that you intercede in a way that only you can. We don't know when this virus is going to end, when the world may go back to normal, when victims of abuse may have access to the resources that they had before. But Lord, the things that were available before this pandemic were not enough. And so we pray, Lord, that in some way, now I can this time be used to to help provide relief and support to people who need it most, but that we can use this time somehow to increase the resources that we are committing to these individuals, Lord. Lord, keep their bodies, keep their minds in this time, Father. Lord, intercede in a way that only you can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.